You slap on the top of your business. You could fit so many customers in here. <laughs> Three developers, one mission. Build a business to nurture personal fulfillment. It's not stupid, it's FounderQuest. All right, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. So we took a, a little break. We're going to have our hot vac summer, but you know that? <laughs> the hot that, vac it turns summer. Out, it turns out that was a mirage. Well, it turns out that was a mirage. It, um, did, it did reach 112 degrees in Portland, so it was hot. There you go. Yeah, the summer the summer never existed. It was just a an illusion caused by our overwhelming thirst for um, <laughs> for lots of things. Well, there Garage. there were a couple of weeks there that I thought, yeah, this is going to work out, and then Delta. So. Yeah, the, it was a couple of nice weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Except Chip. for the panic about like, oh, oh crap, I need to like learn how to deal with people again. <laughs> Won't it be wonderful when we can just you know look back on those two weeks and just remember those last good two weeks <laughs> yeah went 12 in portland that's pretty bad it got to 116 in my garage wow that's yeah. uh it's pretty warm yeah that's like melt some things if you're not careful See, i did not know this until well at the beginning of the pandemic that but there's actually a a special class of freezer called the garage freezer because at the beginning of the pandemic, I wanted to have a freezer in my garage. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to Home Depot and buy a freezer. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't just buy a freezer to put in your garage. You have to have a garage freezer to put in your garage. So we, we have a garage freezer. And even with 116 in the garage, the stuff stayed frozen. So I guess it actually worked. Nice. Yeah, my, my freezer survived yeah. as well. So I mean, like not having a garage freezer in your garage is almost as bad as wearing white after Labor Day. <laughs> Or is it, is it before Labor Day? I forget. I don't know. I, just I never wear white. white. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Safer that way. I just always dress like I'm going to a funeral. All right. So today's going to be a little bit of a short episode. So we should probably get to the, the content. I thought we were in our later content. It might be short. I don't know. Like <laughs> our podcasts tend to have a mind of their own. That's true. Well, that's true. But we've got this ask me anything. So oh, yeah. Like well, 20 minutes from that's now. That's the great, the great thing about asynchronous ask me anything is that you, they're asynchronous. So you can post them while, even while you're on a podcast and answer the questions whenever you want. Yeah, maybe you can, but my brain does not work that way. Oh, I've got it I've all got queued one, up. I've so got a one track mind. It's just a button press. We're, we're, we're locked and loaded. <laughs> oh, you're like Kramer. You've yeah. got the button. No, I'm, I'm ready to go. Sell, sell, sell. Nice. So yeah, at 10.30, we're recording this podcast. It's 10.08 right Pacific. And uh, we're going to be doing an Ask Me Anything AMA on the Indie Hackers forums. So Yes. And, and it's a last minute affair. As of like 20 minutes ago, I didn't have an Indie Hackers <laughs> invite code. It, we were running around scrambling. Yeah. Uh, ben wanted to try a new like podcast recording software. Like, and I was just like, no, I can't, I can't handle this, this amount of change in my life we right need, now. We need to title this episode live from the Indie Hackers backstage, by the way. Oh, just yeah. note to uh, Ben Finley. Oh, okay. it'll be like a live album. Yeah. Okay. We're doing it live. So Ben suggested that we do like one, we talk about like one work thing and one vacation thing we did. And I guess I'll start because like, I didn't actually have a vacation. I just got sick a lot. Which, <laughs> I didn't get COVID, but you know, there was this mass, like there was some sort of bug that was going around and like, I got it and I was out for a couple of weeks. And so I guess that was my vacation. I don't know. I just played a lot of like Diablo three 
and just school. Yeah. You know, we got our worst vacations in Diablo three. Yeah. We got away for a few days. We went to this lake up north of uh, Spokane in Washington and uh, just like five nights or something. But like on the trip there, we're like looking at the, like our friends who were already up there, like sent us the fire map of Washington. And like, we are traveling, like literally our destination is like in the middle of like six fires. (laughs) So we're like, should we like, should we be turning around? I don't know. But uh, it, it turned out all right. We we breathed too much smoke the first couple of days, but it cleared up. And uh, yeah, I only, the first couple yeah. of days, your heart. I only got a minor headache. Your and... nerves just die. <laughs> yeah. the, the nerves in your lungs. Yeah. Hey, we have good health insurance. I, I'm an ex smoker, so I'll just tack it on to you know, you know, it's like it's just like adding a couple of days. It's like getting that upgrade package when you're buying a $30,000 car. And it's like, yeah. oh, what's another $1,000? I've already got the risk, you know, so like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stayed closer to home. I, I read a bunch of books and I got out for a nice bike ride, went to the Snohomish Centennial Trail. So it starts in Snohomish and it goes up through Arlington and it's a, it's a rails to trail conversion. So there used to be railroad tracks there, but now it's a, a paved trail. And the thing that's neat though, is like they have a bunch of trailheads and a few of them have the old or recreations of the old train stations. So it's like, you can act like you're getting on board the train and actually getting on oh, that your bike. Oh, that sounds really nice. Yeah. That's cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's see a work thing that I did. It's a blur. Yeah. <laughs> I probably migrated something somewhere at some point and backfilled something. Cause like you did, I, you were busy. Yeah. Yeah. You did a lot. remember what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things, right? We were working with those, that sales consultancy, the, um, what is it? Intro CRM people. Yeah. They do that. Yeah. Have you done some outreach? You got some replies even? Yeah. Yeah. It's been kind of a mixed bag. So we've gotten some replies, but also like the outbound stuff has not really been all that productive. So I'm, you know, questioning my, my life choices at this point. Mm. Have you had any overt hostility though? No overt hostility. Oh, you're not pushing hard enough then. You want, <laughs> you want yeah. your OH metric to be at least 10%. At least 10% you want, um, you want death, thre- death threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will take that under advisement. <laughs> okay. That's how you know you're really, yeah. You're really selling it. Yeah, I would say coffees for closers, but you don't drink coffee. So there you go. <laughs> well, cool. On my end, I don't know. We, we published our first batch of, of Honey Badger intelligence reports and loyal listeners might remember from last time if you don't i mean if you don't remember how loyal are you and how much (laughs) do i even trust you but yeah you might remember that we were working on these things basically they are going to be quarterly or they are quarterly reports for a certain programming language where it's like if you kind of need to keep an eye on i don't know front-end javascript but you don't want to just inhale the the feed of news that's constantly coming out (laughs) you can just like look at this beautiful this beautiful quarterly report and uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're publishing them quarterly now on our blog and the first patch went out like three weeks late maybe a month late i don't know yeah i didn't give myself enough time to get them ready for publication and then i got sick for like two weeks and just like could barely crawl to the computer so <sighs> so i'm sorry i'll do better next time i thought you were gonna say if you don't want to inhale the whatever weekly news feed you can inhale it once a month <laughs> like or <laughs> once a quarter <laughs> like just all <laughs> Well, no, it's not just, it's not, we're not just, we're not just like collating. Yeah, it's, together. it's, yeah, it's a curation. It's concatenating. It's like a curation of a curation. Yeah. yeah. We're not, we're not just, just like appending, you know, like three months hacker news together. We're, 
we're going in and, and applying some real intelligence to it, you know, right. real experts, domain experts, some um, editorial in there occasionally providing. Yes. Yeah. Providing you the choicest morsels, mm-hmm. handcrafted morsels of information. Yeah. Maybe I should be doing these outreach emails. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like we got the wrong no, person I, writing this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, who is this? Are these, are these people even professionals? <laughs> well, that should be obvious from our website. Yes. <laughs> I'll let you decide which way that goes. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm really I've been sitting here while you're talking, like thinking, what did I do? <laughs> I'm like, this is not good. Like if I can't remember doing anything useful for the past three months, that's probably a sign that I'm doing the wrong things. I mean, it could just be like, you did a lot, Ben. Like I can remember things you've done. Like we got set up in a new compliance, like automated oh, thing. Yeah. Did the compliance compliant, thing. Yeah. yeah. An automated compliance thing. So like you don't have to juggle all that stuff manually. Yeah. We got our SOC 2 types you report done. So we're legit now. We're officially doing the things that we said we would do. So we're enterprise. Yeah. Full on enterprise over here. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a particularly painful process. I mean, it wasn't pleasant, but yeah, we survived. My favorite part of that was that, so as part of this like automated security or automated SOC 2 compliance stuff, all of the employees, I guess, have to do mandatory security training once a year now. And it's like this automated like quiz where you have to like read something and then it like asks you questions. And yeah, so it was like, it was a really weird, like big business moment where I just felt like it's like, okay, it, like I'm, I'm watching this like training video. It should have like fifties music to the back, like in the background of it. And I hate to admit that I got like stuck on the first question for like 10 minutes for like 10 minutes, because it was like, you know, it, it was an easy question, but it was one of those things where it's like, what's the correct answer? Choose one or more. And the correct answer was all of them. But for some reason, like I had selected them all with my keyboard and that wasn't good enough. <laughs> I had to like click on them to show I, I really meant it because hackers generally use keyboards. So they're not, they're not really trustworthy. That's um, true. Devices. <laughs> yeah. Historic. So there was like a JavaScript bug. You're so saying. eventually I try, I literally tried every like combination. Then eventually I was just like, okay, I'm just going to try the first one again. And it worked. Wow. So there you are. There you are. I can't believe you're giving away the answer to our security questions on the podcast. That's, that's a breach of security. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think our security questions have some security vulnerabilities. If you can like manually brute force them, you have like four binary options. That's like what, like four factorial <laughs> combinations. Like you can, you can knock that out in an hour. <laughs> Star's hacking the mainframe. I am hacking the planet. <laughs> that's how Star passed the security test. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's also how I got such a great score on the, the SAT, by the way. Like, <laughs> you just you just take it, I don't know, uh, 128 factorial times, and then you just brute force it. Nice. How long did that take you? I don't know. I'm, I still haven't graduated from high school. <laughs> I sort of graduated from high school. Well, you can tell we've been away for a while because I just like have all... I just have all this bullshit that I've like saved up for y'all and it's just all coming out now. So I was surprised to uh, learn. I don't know why this surprised me, but it surprised me nonetheless. When we had our all hands meeting recently that we have three Honey Badger employees that have children starting kindergarten this year. Oh my God. Yes. That's pretty wild. It is pretty. It's pretty terrifying. It's pretty terrifying. 
I'm glad that I live in Seattle. You guys don't, like Josh and Kevin don't. But I mean, y'all live in, in fairly reasonable places where like governors aren't right. banning masks. In <laughs> yeah, schools. well, yeah. I mean, as, as they themselves are going to get advanced treatments for their COVID infections. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We love you, Texas. We just don't like your governor. <laughs> Speaking of Texas, so this random tidbit I saw the other day, Austin, Texas. Of course, you know, the uh, housing market has been crazy as far as prices go over the past several months. People have been like, you know, overbidding regularly on how oh, I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hundred like, grand. Yeah. So Austin, above asking. Texas, yeah. A hundred grand over asking price. So you have a four hundred thousand yeah. dollar list price, but you actually gotta pay five hundred thousand dollars to get the house. That's crazy. That is wild. Yeah. I had to to drop off my car at the mechanic to get, you know, it's normal service. And I was walking back, and this was this morning, and there's this kind of like older condo building. It's like not great looking or anything. It just, you know, and it's like this two bedroom condo, um, like nine hundred square feet is now selling for the same the same price that I bought my my single family house like on a big yard with a big yard and everything like like three blocks away and that was like I, like five or six years ago six yeah. years ago crazy stuff it's bizarre it's like totally I don't know like it's it's the sort of thing it almost feel like it feels kind of gross even it's like just because like I was able to like scrape together a down payment for a house, it's like suddenly like I get like, I don't know, like a hundred grand a year extra yeah. just in like appreciation. Mm-hmm. For, just, you just hit a jackpot. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, that's like, I literally did nothing to like deserve that. And meanwhile, like people who could use that or, you know, I mean, I could use it, but you know, <laughs> I'm not like in, in dire straits. I don't know. It's, it's just like, wow, this whole, this whole system is just kind of, backwards and weird yeah it's it's to the point i'm i'm getting unsolicited offers to buy my house right oh me too yeah me just too. Getting, those, getting those letters in the mail like hi i'm bob and my wife is alice and we'd like to buy your house and i'm like looking looking at the letters is this really an automated thing or do they really write this by the hand <laughs> they're really a bob me, and alice like on the phone like in person um, they called you wow yeah they called me i have like Three houses on my block have been demolished in the past two months. Like three older like houses, ones that aren't, you know, one of them was just like met really messed up, but two of them were like these small houses on big lots. And essentially what, what happened is like a developer bought almost every house on the opposite side of the street from me and is now basically filling up the lots with as many units as they can. So I think they're going to end up with like 18 units out of these like five or six houses. You know, which is fine, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't mind density and everything, but that's just, it's just so wild because it's like, oh, it finally caught up with us. Cause like for a long, a long time, we were like just on the, we were like just over the edge of like where things were nice, you know, like we were like just one block over from the mm-hmm. nice stuff. And it finally, like, it finally um, caught up with us. Yeah. So we're going to have to move now because we're not fancy enough to the neighborhood anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just cash out. Yep. Movie Kansas. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem though. It's like, okay, great. Like I get all this appreciation, but like if I ever want to, you know, get a new house, it's like, okay, I've got to pay those new prices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've looked at that too. And it's, or you could sell and like rent for a few years and see, see if uh, anything happens. That would probably be a gamble, but 
there's always the that option would be of renting. a really bad gamble i think <laughs> i mean i don't know yeah yeah considering so, how like nothing no markets decline anymore they could decline but like you're trying to to time time, time the like, housing market i mean yeah, like what's wrong with that maybe it'll it'll decline but <laughs> yeah you know this got me thinking like real estate agents they want you to trade up right you, you buy your starter house and then you buy your your bigger house and mm -hmm. then eventually you downsize again because hey why not I have another transaction that a real estate agent can take a commission on right and this got me thinking like why don't we have that for um, businesses like why can't you like trade up your business right like oh like trade it yeah yeah exactly like honey badger that's a nice little business why don't you trade on up to a bigger business you know <laughs> oh I like so that, we sell yeah. honey badger and then like buy a larger business right right like that you know roll that into a down payment for a <laughs> oh yeah, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure we'd be very good at that maybe maybe this is a, a new a new marketing thing we can try we can we can figure out Do you, is there like any kind of like like trade-in program <laughs> like you know like the private equity firms <laughs> <laughs> you slap on the top of your business you can fit so many customers in here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> might be our best bit yet <laughs> well i guess we better get ready for our yeah ask me anything yeah. session gotta crack the knuckles and get ready to type crack the old knuckle almost time yeah all right you wanna... okay well i will i will sign us off all right so this has been founder quest back from from hotback summer back from vacation or being sick or whatever we call it these days if you want to give us a review on apple podcast whatever they call it go for it if you want to look up this ama we're about to do on indie hackers then we recommend that and yeah otherwise just like you know stay cool stay safe and we will see you next week catch you later see ya bye Founder Quest is a weekly podcast by the founders of Honey Badger. Zero instrumentation, 360-degree coverage of errors, outages, and service degradations for your web apps. If you have a web app, you need it. Available at honeybadger.io. Want more from the founders? Go to founderquestpodcast.com. That's one word, where you can access our huge back catalog of episodes. Founder Quest is available on iTunes, Spotify, and other purveyors of fine podcasts. We'll see you next week.